Well, the night marching band has concluded their playing of our national anthem after a moment of silence. And we're getting set for the game. We're counting down on 10 minutes to go before the game starts. Scott, you ready for our starting lineups for tonight, buddy? All right, Roger, we'll start on offense for A-Rab. Starting at quarterback will be number two, Alex Alcala. Number six, running back, Matthew Turnage. Number 18, BB. I'm not sure that position right there. Rich will help me out on that one. It's based on balls, isn't it? <laughs> something, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, at uh, BB, number 18 is Christian Eaton, and also number 37, Jonah Humphreys. I'm sure it's no. defensive back. Defensive blocking back. back. Uh, block, well, blocking maybe. Maybe. blocking maybe. back could be. All right, we're going to number 38 at tight end, John Brady Bowman. Number one at wide receiver, Spencer Strickland. Also at wide receiver will be number eight, John Wesson Johnson. Also at wide receiver, number 21, Dakota Naismith. Across the front line at left tackle, number 52, Jeb Bryan. Your left guard, number 55, Brock Johnston. At center will be number 53, Bradley Ridgeway. Number 60 at right guard, Jesse McCombs. And number 64 at right tackle will be Jonathan Ritchie. I'll find my defensive line up here, Roger. Don't know where it went. You got it? Oh, there, there it is. It'd bit you if it'd been a snake. It, it would have. All right, starting at outside linebacker for ARAB tonight will be number five, Jackson Martin. At free safety, number seven, Hayden O'Reilly. Your two cornerbacks will be number eight, John Johnson, and also number 10, John Wilkes. Your outside linebacker, number 18, Christian Eaton. At linebacker, number 25, Mitchell Duquette. Your two defensive ends will be number 29, Caleb Rowe, and number 35, Asher Cooper. At linebacker, number 37, Jonah Humphreys. Also at linebacker, number 44, Jacob Cobb. Nose guard, number 69, Cody Morgan. And at defensive end will be number 36, Jonathan Pugh. Roger, we got time to get Fort Payne starting lineup in? Yeah, we do. We still got about nine minutes right. before the kick. We'll go ahead and run through Fort Payne's starters on offense. Number two at running back will be Hunter Love. Quarterback, number 13, J.D. Blaylock. Tight end, number 88, Sawyer Burt. And your three wide receivers for Fort Payne will be number 82, Cam Thomas. Number five, Brody Bruce. Number six, Connor Cash. And across the front line will be your left guard, or left tackle, I'm sorry, number 61, Riley Kuhn. Number 58 at left guard, Bronson Laney. Your center, number 79, Eli Frazier. And at right guard, number 54, Nathan Gentry. And at right tackle is number 74, Logan Beard. Go over to defense, starting at defensive end, number 94, Heisman Brown. Your two defensive tackles, number 34, Daryl Prater, and number 42, Makai Maxwell. Defensive end, 81, Jaden DuBose. And your four linebackers, number 28, Will Green. Number 47, Devin Wells. Number 21, Seth Williams. And number seven, Darwin Camp. Two cornerbacks, maybe I can get his name right correct tonight, Roger. Number three, Ricky Adame. Cornerback also, number 19, Caden Holbrook. And at free safety for Fort Payne will be number 11, Will Abbott. Well, there's the starting lineups for both teams. And Fort Payne uh, had Hunter Love toward uh, midway through last week's game at Gadsden City. Came up with a little leg problem, maybe a little pulled hamstring. Coach said uh, going into yesterday's practice, though, Brett, it seemed like he had recovered and hopefully will be back at full strength tonight. Well, you know, he came back in. He was out, what, a series or two? And I think he came back in, and that's when he had that big run. Right. So that was, a, that was a bright spot of that game just to know that he was able to come back in. Also, the job that those two guys that came in and replaced him did uh, gave us a lot of hope. That was DuBose and uh, Ashton Brown. 
Yeah, and and you said it too, Roger. That's that's a that's a good mix right there. You you got Ashton Brown running, got good good wheels on the edges, and 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 then you got that strength with Hunter, and then Dubos comes in, a, you know, a ninth grader that's got just a ton of potential. Well, we're going to take another break, or just under seven minutes to go before the kickoff. So let's take another three-minute break. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, i got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. We are more than a hospital. We are a community, and we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. Guys, during the commercial break, we were talking a little bit about ARAB on offense, having seven seniors. Uh, so they're a, really a senior-laden team, especially offensively. And we need to look out for the run, senior running back. That'll be number six, uh, Matthew Turnage, 5'10", uh, 188-pound senior. Also the quarterback, Alex Akala, he's a senior, 5'10", 187. And occasionally they'll go to a couple of more uh, backs and that being Eaton and Humphreys and the tight end being Bowman and wide receiver Strickland and Johnson. So we're anxious to see uh, how ARAB reacts, uh, Brett, 
after getting beat last week uh, against Gunnersville. Yeah, Arab. You know, like I said, there it, it's nice to come into our first region game, and uh, I, I think we've we've played the opponents that we needed to to prepare us for this. But uh, Arab's a tough team. They've always got a. I'm anxious to see them play here tonight. The officials are out there in the middle of the field, and let's see. I didn't catch the corn toss. If they already had the toss, I believe they did. Maybe during the commercial, and we missed it. But so uh, we'll see when they line up. Who's going to get the ball first? And Fort Payne uh, has now come to the sideline through the big cat emblem or banner on the our right side of the field. Like I said, we're at a new field here in Arab. Seems different to be in a different place. It was behind the high school in a little hole behind the high school. And, yep. and the visiting team was always putting this little bitty, well, it looked more like an outhouse than a press box. <laughs> and we always had to fight the uh, wasp. So a little bit different over here. So I know they're real proud of their new field, and someday they're going to have the high school built here around. The, uh, this the is field. A, this is a really nice setup. We were admiring it earlier when we came in. A lot of nice buildings and field is very nice setup, and uh, this will be a great place for a high school campus. Yeah, they were already talking about the fact they did not put artificial turf in when they built the field two years ago, and we noticed how flat the field is, no crown whatsoever. So the people here have been talking about they're trying to find a way to get some turf in and maybe put a crown on the field. As the Knights will take the field, they'll be on our to our left, and they'll be kicking off, and Fort Payne will get the ball to start the game. They'll be going from our right to our left. Fort Payne, of course, in the white jerseys, the gold pants, black helmets, and Arab in that traditional Arab blue with the white pants, and I guess you call those silver helmets, Scott? Uh, probably, probably more white, Roger, going along with the pants, but hard, hard to tell in the light sometimes. Yeah, sure is. Anyway, here we go. We're set for the kickoff, and we'll get this one underway. Have Cam Thomas and Alex Aikens back deep for the Cats. It'll come to Thomas, and he'll catch it and step out of bounds. Whew, why didn't he let that one go and bring it out to the 35? He catches it about a yard inbounds, couldn't keep inbounds, and now we'll be stuck at our own 16-yard line. We, st we tend to do that each week, and we, we saw that a lot last year. I don't, I don't know uh, uh, what the decision make, made there is, but uh, we're not very aggressive on returning uh, punts and kicks. So Fort Payne will have the ball to begin the game. Quarterback, of course, J.D. Blaylock, and I believe Hunter Love will be, and he will be the setback. And the first snap, they're handoff to Hunter, slants off to the right, cuts it back, lowers his head, still pushing forward, going to get out to about the 18-yard line, so a pickup of two. Not a whole lot of blocking out on that right side, Scott, on that particular play. Hunter got what he got on his own. On his own, you're exactly right, Roger. Like he's going to have a little bit of a hole out there, but it closed up quickly. Again, going to fake it. J.D.'s going to keep it, roll right, getting pressured, crosses the 20 at the last minute, escapes, and may have the first down. I believe they're going to mark him maybe a foot shy of the first down. Kind of hard to tell. I mean, they're all the way on the other side of the field. Yeah, good job by Blaylock that time, Roger. You know, he's just the, uh, he's in, the, in the shotgun, gets a snap, and realizes pretty quickly there's nothing open downfield, and he's going to roll out to his right, hoping to uh, – Draw the defense into him, maybe find somebody downfield, but ends up electing to tuck the ball and run and picks up the first down for Fort Payne. So ball right on the 25-yard line, first and 10 for the Cats. 
Runner comes in motion. They're going to hand it to Hunter up the middle. He's going to have five. He's going to have eight, maybe nine, as he goes right up the middle. If we find that room all game long, we're going to have a pretty fun evening, aren't we? Yeah, we are, and we're not going to see the size that we've seen these, in these first two ball games that we've had that on, these front, on this front line and uh, probably <laughs> the strength or the size, which is be a huge factor tonight for Hunter because I, I don't see any of those ones that could, could take him down single. Look at the difference in those lines, Scott, between our offensive line and their defensive line. Very noticeable. Fort Payne with the advantage. Second down one. Going to hand to Hunter again. Hunter is going to break it outside, cross the 40 to the, about the 45-yard line. A big run, 10-yard run by Hunter Love, and it'll be another Fort Payne first down. Well, I believe they'll do that all night long if we can pick up 9 and 10 yards a clip. Fort Payne wanted to work quickly tonight, more quickly than last week, and so far they're doing that. As Hunter, again, is under center. I said Hunter, that's J.D., obviously. A-Rab might have jumped, no flag. Brown's in at tailback, so they're coming right out mixing it up. Yep, switching it up already with Ashton Brown, the speedster. Look, he's holds in, going to block. J.D. throws to the right side, has a receiver out of bounds is Cam Thomas, and he's going to pick up a first down plus about seven more. So it's going to be second down and a long eight for the Cats. Really like uh, Blaylock that time, doing a good job getting rid of the ball a little bit quicker, finding Thomas over on that sideline. Again, they're going to hand off to Love. He's going to start outside, cut up the middle. Once again, driving people back all the way down to the 43-yard line of the Knights. A gain of five by Hunter Love. I think they had that flag messed up a minute ago. Should have been a first down on that pass play, and they left it as a second down. Now they're going to say a first down in which it would be a first down. Again, going to hand it to Hunter. He's fighting his way inside to 40 down to the 39-yard line. Four yards on that carry. So the ball just inside the 39-yard line of the Knights. Second down and six. Hunter again, going to fake it, or rather be fake to Hunter, and J.D. throws it out to the near side incomplete. It's like he tried to hit Sawyer, but it's not yeah. off Sawyer's hands. It was trying to hit Sawyer, just on a little swing route over here to this near side, and uh, like the play was set up, with the pass just thrown a little bit on the outside the fingertips of Burt. So third down now in six. So the first time Fort Payne's faced, I believe, a third down. And J.D.'s going to get it. Hunter comes to the nearest. That's not Hunter in there now. It's number seven. They're going to catch him for a loss in the backfield. That was Darwin Camp in on the play.
It will be third down, Fort Payne ball. Losses back to about the 32, a loss of five. Boy, somebody got in there and disrupted that play for the Knights. Third down now and 15 to go. J.D. drops straight back. Looks, wants to throw, going across the middle. Has receiver wide open. Thomas drops it. Boy, he beat the defenders back, and that guy might have tipped it at the last minute. It was hard to tell, but it looked like Cam may have just dropped the ball. I think they actually got a hand on it, Roger. It's kind of hard to see from here, but uh, uh, you're right. Cam was in behind the defense right after I said they, they didn't fear us getting behind them, but he was. He was, what, probably two or three yards behind them. Beautiful thrown pass. I think it was just a little bit, might have been just a fuzz underthrown, maybe the reason it got knocked down just a little bit, but it was a nice uh, throw downfield. Alex will drop back and punt this away, scoops it off the turf, puts a foot into it, driving their guy. He's going to make a grab. He's going to lose the ball, and Fort Payne's going to have it. Well, he pulled the Fort Payne stun on that one. The ball was well short of the receiver, and he tried to lunge forward for it, and now there's a flag on the play, and I believe Arab's going to have a yardage tacked onto that. They must have said something because nobody was doing anything. There's nothing physical happening, so one of those guys must have said something to the official. As they're discussing it, did you see anybody do anything? I, I didn't see anything. I, I, I saw the return man try to come up and make a play on it and got his fingertips just on the ball, but it was one of those things where it, he just looked like he misjudged it. Okay. I believe the, I believe Dead it's ball. Against Fort Payne. Well, they're going to call it on both. So it'll be offsetting penalties. Okay. And Fort Payne will have the ball at the ARAB 37-yard line. So it must have been vocal between a Fort Payne and a ARAB player. We have official timeout on the field with 5.47 to go in the first quarter. There's no score. Back in one minute. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. After the turnover, Fort Payne has the ball. Hunter Love's got inside the 30, the 25, driving down to the 20. Yeah, after the ARAB turnover on the punt, Fort Payne's taking it, and Hunter with a big run on first down, down to the 20-yard line. When you give Hunter a 14-yard giddy-up-and-go, I, I wouldn't want to be a 140-pound safety that had to hit him. No. Uh, big, big run. That time he had a lot of ground that he covered before he made contact with anybody on the defense. And Fort Payne's going to shift. 
Send a runner in motion. Going to turn. Going to fake it. J.D. rolls right, looking for somebody. Going to have to tuck it and run. He's going to go inside the 15, step out of bounds, hit out of bounds, but see if we get a flag. Nope, no flag came out. He had stepped well out of bounds when that guy hit him, but he's going to carry it down for eight yards. So he'll dive it now down at the ARAB 17-yard line. It's a 12, actually. The scoreboard had it 17, but it's at the 12-yard line. Second down and two. Again, going to hunt to Hunter. Hunter's going to roll over, folks. Still barreling down near the five. We'll call it the six. So it'll be first and goal from the six-yard line as we're right on five minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Roger, you remember Larry Zonka? Kick and Zonka? <laughs> yeah. Jim Kick and Larry Zonka. First and goal from the six. J.D. under center. Going to take, hand it to Hunter. Hunter starts outside, cuts it back in the middle, and it's going to be down inside the two, I believe. So it's going to be second and goal from around the one-yard line. I believe you could tell, tell them Hunter's getting it on this play, and I don't believe they can they stop, can stop him. They're not, they can't stop him. Fort Payne right. quickly wants to get it. They're going to hand it to Hunter. He's going to just bowl over body, everybody. Everybody over. That's hard to say, isn't it? Did he score? No, nope. Stop to say he's about a foot short of the goal line. Going to come up, yeah, just a hair short. So third and goal now from inside the one. Look at they fake it to this time. Do you think J.D. might could just stroll in? That little play-action pass has worked good, but yeah. it's going to be hard for Coach Elmore not to give it back to Hunter. And they do, and he pushes forward. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Fort Payne takes the lead. Like you said, Brett, they knew he was going to get it, still couldn't do a yeah, thing oh yeah, about yeah. it. He's, he's too big and strong, and, and we're, you know, we're seeing the teams that we typically see during regular season because the two teams we start out with, are lot, really first and second rounders is what we see. That They have that type of potential. So uh, we're seeing the team. I say we're seeing the team tonight that Coach Elmore has seen all summer. Yeah, I'd say okay. yeah. Alex will try to tack on the extra point. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is a line drive, and it is good. So with 3.55 to go here in the first quarter, Fort Payne now takes the lead 7-0 to zero over the Arab Knights. Good drive by Fort Payne. We kind of stopped ourselves on that first possession. Brett, this time they are no stopping us. Doing a real good job, like you said, Roger, up front. Some good blocks, mixed it up good, had a play-action pass there. And, you know, on that even on that last possession, I'm, I'm like you. It looked like he got on this backside of the – it just, we had a bad mark. He must have stepped out of bounds. But uh, that that drive got killed on that, that little play. But uh, Fort Payne is uh, definitely driving the field well with the run tonight. And, Scott, so far, the one opportunity on offense, Arab had really shown uh, absolutely no uh, uh, ability to <laughs> move the ball at all. Yeah, and a lot of times, Roger, it's hard to uh, go off something on the first series. They had the one bad snap. But then, again, after that, Fort Payne's getting so much pressure up front, it's just not giving Arab any, any time to operate. So Fort Payne went 37 yards in six plays to take the lead. And Alex will put it down on the 40-yard line and kick it off to the Knights. 3.55 to go first quarter. His brother, McPherson, had one of his biggest kicks ever at Arab a few years ago. Was, was that the 60-yarder or the 59? I can't remember which one it was, but he got a standing ovation from the Arab folks that night. 
And there's a kick this one way into the end zone. And they'll bring it out to the 20 where it'll be first and 10. Roger, what I didn't get, I didn't catch a coach's show, but uh, did you happen to ask Coach Elmore about Alex kicking last week? I mean, you know, it was sure probably did. his wor worst, worst week kicking, but I think a lot of it had to do with the field. Yeah, we talked about that and wondered about it. He felt like the field was pretty dry, but he just, hey, he's had one bad night in all these years, and, yeah. you know, and said Alex was really not a happy camper. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Alcala, the quarterback. Going to hand off to the big running back turnage, and he's going to go for. He's going to make get out near the twenty. Uh, they'll mark it on the twenty-nine yard line. No, nope, the twenty-four. I'm sorry. So a pickup of about three. It'll be second down and a short seven. So far, that's been about all they can do is hand off. Alcalaw again, this time in the shotgun, takes the snap, wants to throw over middle. And again, it's batted down at the line of scrimmage. Well, that's two times he's gone back, Brett, to pass, and both times he's uh, had it come right back at him. Fort Payne's getting a ton of push there, and we've knocked a couple of down. And like I said, we nearly intercepted one earlier, but uh, good job of that Wildcat defense. And it's something else I noticed, we were talking about that running back. You were 5'10", 5 5'11", 5 180, typically a really a good size running back for high school. He's probably the smallest one we've seen all year. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, especially last week. He's probably, what, 210 or 220. Third down, seven. Alcala again changing the call at the line of scrimmage. Going to do option outright. Fort Payne's on top of it. Misses a tackle. And he's going to pick up the first down outside the 31, maybe the 32-yard line. Fort Payne played it pretty well. Yeah, we did. Missed a tackle. Uh, you took the words out of my mouth. We, we played that well. We strung it out, and he got him to the sideline. It was just uh, well executed by Arab, but uh, we did miss that tackle in the backfield. So it'll be first and 10 for the Knights, but they're on 32-yard line. Fort Payne up 7 to nothing with three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Fort Payne shifts that defense over to the left side, and Alcala gets it, going to hand the turnage. Nothing there and still nothing there. He ran into a wall, tried to cut it back outside, and lost another yard. So he's going to lose about two on the play, and it's going to be second down and 12. Hey, Rap going to run a couple of new players in this time, and quickly they're going to come to the play. They're a team that don't like to play very fast. No, they don't. And we, we've got uh, we've got such good size on that front line. You, you can already notice uh, A-Rab quarterback, he's probably, I don't know what he is, maybe 5'10", but he's having yeah, a tough time seeing over us. He's having a real tough time seeing over us, especially with that pressure. After a little break from the officials, we're ready to play. Alcala back in the shotgun looks. Flare out to the near side. Fort Payne's all over him, going to bring him down. Going to lose some more yardage on that one, I think. Maybe a half a yard all the way back to the 30-yard line where it's going to be third down now and 11. Closer to 12, really. So we'll call it third down and 12. And if they, it looks so far, Scott, like if they've got to throw the ball, they're in trouble. It's looked that way so far, Roger. And again, Fort Payne's defense gets so much pressure, not giving them a whole lot of time to throw it. Alcala again looks, wants to throw. This time not as much pressure, and he just missed a receiver. Number two had gone out on the play, and he just really missed him. That was 
Well, that was Alec Alica who went as out in receiver. I didn't see who was at the quarterback spot that time. Must have been one of those guys they ran in at the last minute. It was Alcala he tried to hit on the pass. So it'll be fourth down now in 12. Missed that one. Press box shaking. Is it an earthquake? Must be people on top of us <laughs> bouncing around. They have coaches probably. Oh, they'll punt it away. Fort Payne will have a receiver back inside the 40. Kick's going to be right at him, going to field it, go right. And they're on top of him, miss a tackle, breaks another tackle, but it's brought down then at the 44-yard line. Again, that was Fort Payne's number 82, Cam Thomas, who's just been a uh, – he's just been doing everything for Fort yeah, Payne. he's been a workhorse. And the last two the last two punt returns, he's done a good job. He's attacked it. We've – I've beat him up all year saying we're not being aggressive enough defense, but he, he attacks it to uh, good coverage by Arab. So Fort Payne with the ball. Going to hand off to big number two, Hunter Love, and he's just going to lower his head and go right up the middle and pick up three or four yards. Let's see where they finally put it. We're going to give him four. So it'll be second down and six. Fort Payne again working quickly. J.D. is going to hand it to Love. He'll break a tackle, push forward. And he's going to be about a yard short of the first down. He's went to the right side of Fort Payne center. It's going to be third and one. And again, Fort Payne not wasting any time between plays. Again, they're going to hand it. To, he's going to drop it. Hunter gets back on top of it, and I believe he got a first down on the fumble. A bad exchange, and the ball bounced forward off of Hunter's thighs, looked like, and Ty Hunter gets on it, and I believe it's a first down. Yep, he'll give him a yard and a first down. Good luck for the Cats on that one, Brett. Yeah, like you said, Roger, it's a bad exchange there. I, I, I looked like he reached back, but Hunter definitely, he lost it. What did it roll for? looked like it rolled four or five yards, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah. So first and ten at the A-Rab 40 six near the 45 the scoreboard has it to 46 hunter shifts to the near side to the left side of jd jd drops back wants to throw getting pressured has to come out of the pocket got a lot of running room now he's going to tuck it and juke somebody breaks another tackle and finally they're going to bring him down though after a pretty good gain of about six or seven had plenty of chances did the knights to bring jd down but he just was pretty elusive on that run you know, Sawyer Burt, he just he's lined up inside receiver and just runs a little out out there, and he's he's wide open. I don't know if JD didn't see him or if he's maybe maybe he didn't check down that far before he had too much pressure. But uh, Sawyer's open out. I'd like to see him throw it to him a couple of times out there because he's a six-five, two-thirty. That's another <laughs> good-sized player. It'd be hard to bring down one-on-one, -on -one and they're definitely in man coverage. That'll end the first quarter with Fort Payne leading seven to nothing. We'll be back in one minute. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They're located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards.
They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, we're back at A-Rab where the Cats lead seven to nothing. And on another drive, got a second down on a long three at the A-Rab 39-yard line. Hunter Love starts this in the backfield, deep in the backfield. Gonna hand on a sweep left. Going to be a first down on the left side inside the 30-yard line as they handed on Cam Thomas as he moved from the right to their left. So Cam doing something else different, Brett. Yeah, good, good, good play there. Just like a, I, I didn't catch the whole play, like a speed sweep over to the left, and uh, Cam really turned it on there. I, good speed. So first down. This time they go back to Hunter. He runs into a wall, spins. Nobody there. Again, makes a little move, going to fall forward. Now he's going to drive inside the 20 down to the 18-yard line, close to the 17. Man, he, he ran into a wall, but still picked up nine yards. It'll be second down and one. Yeah, Love makes a great spin move there in the backfield to, to elude a would-be tackler and uh, able to pick up about eight yards on that play. So second down and one. Ball on the... A-Rab 18-yard line, Fort Payne up by one score. J.D. looks back, getting flush again, going to throw, has Cam Thomas open. He'll have the first down, still driving inside the 10-yard line, down to the eight. They're going to mark it now on the nine-yard line, where it'll be first and go from the nine. <laughs> so first and go from the nine, J.D. under center. Hands to Hunter, cuts left, makes another move down near the goal line. Roger, I believe that was number eight, Ashton well, it was Brown. Eight. It was Ashton Brown, actually. Should have known when I saw that one quick step. <laughs> <laughs> As we mentioned earlier, we got to see our uh, Ashton Brown for the first time last week against Gash and came in and uh, noticed his speed right off the bat, did a great job for us. So it's second and go from the four. This time it is Hunter back in there. And again, he tries a little stutter step, goes to his left, but they're going to bring him down shy of the goal line. It'll be third and goal from around the three-yard line after about a one-yard pickup. See Daryl Prater come in and a couple of those big guys. This goal line package here, so we... We've got all the heavies in, so it's about to get interesting. They're all bunched up. They're going to give it to Hunter. He'll just lower his slat off right into the end zone. Touchdown, Hunter Love. And you get all that weight in front of you, he, he basically walks in from, a, from that right side. Good blocking on that right side. As you said, they loaded it up, Brett, and he had no problem going in. Four paint up now 13 to nothing. Just underway here in the second quarter. Alex will add the extra point. Good snap, good hold, pressure, but he gets it up and away, and it is good. So it's 9.58 to go in the second quarter. It's Fort Payne 14, the A-Rev Knight 0. 
Well, so far, uh, the one time we've had three possessions, we've scored two touchdowns, and we kind of really stopped ourselves on the, the only time we didn't score. And Arab Scott has not shown any ability really to move the ball. No, Roger. It, uh, we're kind of, I think we've got them outsized a little bit on our offensive line compared to their defensive line. We're getting great push up front, and uh, they, you know, they don't have anybody that size-wise that can match up and uh, tackle Hunter Love. I mean, somebody make contact with him, but just can't get him down, so he's three, four, five yards downfield before they can get you know, two or three tacklers there. Brent, if, if you notice, even on both sides of the ball, the difference in the size of the line, that's been a big key, I it's think. It's a big difference, and it's you know, something we probably wouldn't notice if we hadn't played the Falcons and the Saints in the last two weeks. But, <laughs> right. but uh, all jokes aside, uh, making a good point, if Arab doesn't figure out a way to throw against us, they're really going to be in trouble. And so far, we're getting so our, our push is so good up front that w they can't throw because their run is completely shut down with, without that pass. So Alex will put a toe into it, and this one may may be a good. No, it comes down just shy of the crossbar, so they'll bring it out to the twenty, and Arab will have it first and ten for their uh, second, or make that their third possession of the night. Yep, what a difference who you're playing makes. I mean, I know that's a little, I don't know how to characterize that statement, but it's so true, isn't it, when we compare this team against those first two we've played. Well, and it's not taking anything away from Arab. It's just that Briarwood and, and Gaston City is just so talented, you know. So, Akala is again after quarterback with turnage. They're going to fake it to him. Roll left, want to throw right, has the receiver, and then he drops it out of bounds, though. That was Fort Payne, had big number seven over there on top of him. And now they're going to say it was incomplete. Yep, I believe they're going to say it was incomplete. Looked like he had it and maybe made a move. Yeah, I it think did. That, I, think, I think they called it a uh, catch, Roger, and he fumbled it out of, out of bounds. That's just where they mark it, right on the 20-yard line. And they go, they, they go straight to the play action because there's so much push up front. They're trying to get the quarterback out of the pocket so he's got room to see, not only see, but to throw. But Fort Payne's right on top of it. So second and ten, again, they're going to hand the turnage, breaks the tackle, then runs into a couple of Fort Payne guys after a good pickup, though. Looks like about eight yards, maybe nine. It's going to be third down and one. Actually a nice play, good blocking up front by Arab. Just a, just a really nice misdirection play, just straight up the pipe. But coming right in behind that pass, it uh, gives them a little bit more to look at, Fort Payne's defense. See, it looks like number 11 maybe at quarterback now. Yep, it is. It's number 11 mm. with uh, a collar being split out. Let's see who number 11 is. Are both of the quarterbacks left-handed? Well, I don't know. I believe they are. I think that's what was confusing us. I think both quarterbacks, if they're switching them in and out. Let's see if I can find their full roster. Every throw I've seen so far has been – Scott, do you have their full roster? Say who number 11 is. Roger, I don't. Just got the starters for them. You've got that depth chart right here. Does it tell us? It's, I don't know. It may have the backup. But anyway, 11 drops back, going for it all, has a receiver open, and it's tipped up in there and falls incomplete. Fort Payne had a couple, three, four defenders around the ball. Still, the Arab receiver got a hand on it. Yeah, he just drops straight back, runs down the center of the field, and Fort Payne's got two or three defenders there to make the play, and it's just pretty much thrown up to who who goes and gets it. But uh, 
Fort Payne unable to come up with it. I can't find number 11 on my roster, but he's in at quarterback. He's been in there for the last few plays, and he's still at quarterback. Left-hander again, screen. drops back, setting up a screen, and throws it well short as he was really under tremendous pressure by Fort Payne. So it's going to be fourth down now, isn't it? Number 11, they've got down Rogers, uh, actually the holder, but I guess he's coming in at quarterback. <clears throat> be Aiden Cox, a sophomore, five foot eight, 158 pounds. So Cox, the quarterback, number 11, and it's only third down. Third down and still 10. McCullough has been, not been able to move the team, so they brought Cox in. That may be, let's see if that's a collar back under. Nope, it's still Cox. He looks, left-hander throws out, has a receiver, and he drops it. Had him right around 35-yard line. Might have been able to lower his head and get close to a first down, but number 38 couldn't hold on to the ball. Well, at UCA, Rab, they're down 14. Could Should be 21, but they're down 14 nothing. You see just a little bit of sense of urgency. Uh, you see them throwing it downfield, showing us that they will throw it deep, and then they try to do play action. So they're, they're mixing it up a little bit now, uh, just trying to make something happen offensively. Should get good field position. Our receiver back at the 40-yard line. Is that Cam back at the 40? High snap. He able to get it away, though. Line drive. Cam's going to call for it. Step up, and they're going to tackle him right there. That might have been a good one to call a fair catch, but it was such a line drive kick that he thought he might have it in plenty of time to advance it. So it'll be at the 33-yard line. Fort Payne again will have the ball first and 10. At 8.18 to go in the first half, it's Fort Payne 14, the Knights 0. J.D. going to hand off to Hunter. Hunter slants off to the left side. Going to get a, a decent carry out of it. Going to pick up about three to four yards. Got a flag on the field there. Roger, right at the 40-yard line, I believe. Yeah, is that a flag? Yeah, believe you're right, Scott. Holding against Fort Payne. It's been clean so far, hasn't it? That's first, first penalty of the evening, I believe. Yeah, I believe you're right. So that'll move the Cats back a little bit if they decide to take it. There was no gain on the play, apparently, so. They're going to move us back. So back to the 26-yard line, where now it will be first and... 17, I'll say. So first and 17 for Fort Payne. J.D. with a snap, hits it to Hunter again. Hunter breaks the tackle, breaks another tackle. Going to pick up about, <laughs> about 12 of those 17 yards that we needed. So it's going to be second down now and a long five. Jackson Martin on the stop. Ashton Martin made the tackle. Isn't that a car, an Ashton Martin? Ashton, Ashton Martin. Oh, it's close. 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 <laughs> Here we go. Going to hand off to Hunter again. This time they're all over him, and for no gain. So it'll be third down now in a long four. The Ashton's the one with no cup holders or air. <laughs> what a difference one letter can make, right? Yeah. <laughs> so third down now in a long three. 
for Fort Payne. J.D. this time under center. J.D. back. Oh, that's not J.D. in there now. That's uh, number eight. It's moved back in the running back spot. And they're going to keep it. J.D. coming to the near side. Breaks the tackle. Going to fall forward for a first down. Man, that's a good job by J.D. Just taking his time, picking his holes, and uh, able to pick up the first down as Fort Payne's number three comes off limping. Ricky Adame. Yep, Ricky getting to the sideline pretty quickly. First down for Fort Payne. This is number 24 carrying the ball for the first time. Goes to the left side. Flag comes in after a nine-yard run. So I guess it'll be a hold. It is a hold against Fort Payne. We got four refs and seven flags on that play. You <laughs> see how many flags were flying? The one official threw it from the 35 all the way to the 50. It might be the best throw we see all night. <laughs> that was the first carry for him tonight. Picked like it hung in the air forever. Out of it. Yeah. Yeah, holding for sure. I'm telling you, Dubos, the younger Dubos there at running back 24, he, he really looks good. First down. So still first down. Now first down in 20 for the Cats. Back at their own 38-yard line. J.D. calls for it. Fakes to Hunter. J.D.'s going to keep it on sweep. Has an opening. He's across midfield. Dives forward down to the 46-yard line. Going to be about three yards shy of the first down. And it'll be second down and three. Well, that's the way to make up for a holding call. Yeah, great great run by Blaylock. He hits a hole hard and uh, got, got some speed and does a really good job in the open field. And, and he does one other thing that uh, makes coaches nervous. He, he doesn't mind contact. And, uh, I bet Chris shakes in his shoes on that or Coach Elmore. In there, I'm going to hand to Hunter, and Hunter will have the first down to the 40-yard line. So Fort Payne with another well, drive here started. He's overcome a penalty or two and has it at first and 10 from the ARAB 40-yard line. And it's a timeout for the Heat with Fort Payne up 14 to nothing and driving. We'll be back in one minute. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. with the first and 10 from the 40-yard line. J.D. fakes it to Hunter, going for it all down the right sideline, has a receiver wide open. He makes a grab down near the five-yard line. Anybody want to guess if that was Cam Thomas? No need to guess. It sure was. And uh, the ball gets there just a split second late and uh, had Cam wide open. But Cam makes a great play to go up and get that football. And as soon as he gets it, he gets hit. 
and does a great job holding on to it. First and goal from the five-yard line as J.D. moves under center. Bates going to hand to Hunter. Hunter lowers his head, slants off left, hits a little bit of a wall, and still pushing forward. And a flag comes in right at the end of the run, right at the goal line. So I don't know what happened in that scrum. As the officials are relaying it to the referee, what the penalty will be. White Hat will give us the word. Holding, Fort Payne. Boy, that hold came in really late, didn't it? I don't know how anybody had any room to hold. They're all in the big pile. That's a long conference coming out of there with a holding call. Holding call, wasn't it? So that moves it back to the 10. Would it be first and goal from that spot? Maybe just a little bleep here on the four paints march to another touchdown. As you look over to the sideline, getting the play calls. The 25-second clock still is not started as the officials are still deliberating. Okay, still waiting for them to wind the play clock. Always on the 10-yard line. Now we're ready, and it will crank it up. So from the 10, it's first and goal. J.D. with it. Going to hand off mm -hmm. balls loose, but he managed to hold on to it because they were right on top of him quickly, and that was Brown. Brown on the carry. Yeah, Brown does a really good job of just holding on to the ball because it's definitely a bad mash there, and uh, we're lucky we didn't have a fumble. So Hunter Love will return to the game. Second down now in goal from the 10. J.D. will take it, toss out to the left. Love looking for a hole, finds one, cuts it back inside, lowers his head, still pushing down near the five-yard line. They're going to mark it on the five, I believe, and it'll be third and goal from the five. Five-yard pickup for Hunter. Coming down on four minutes to go here in the first half. Four Payne punches it up at the line of scrimmage. And again, they're going to fake it. JD's going to keep it, going to roll right. Cuts inside, breaks a tackle, still driving. He's near the goal line. They're going to mark it. Touchdown. Well, a touchdown. It was uh, hard to tell if he got in, but the official come running in and said touchdown for JD. So Fort Payne goes up now. 20 to nothing. After the signal touchdown, then it's like we're Yeah, we're going to get we're about down, to do the extra point. Okay. Yeah. And I was confused too. They did signal touchdown, so now Alex will get a chance to add that extra point. I don't know what that was about. Somebody might have to hold me by the belt as I'm trying to lean out the window right here <laughs> so I can see down to the right corner of the field. Whistle will stop the extra point attempt. 
Well, we know this play is not under review. Got a safety belt up here anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> Need some scaffolding. <laughs> He goes over and talks to Coach Elmore, does the referee, and now their conversation is over, and we'll finally maybe get the extra point attempt out of the way. J.D. again on the hold, and Alex will kick. Good snap, good hold, and the kick is good. good. 3.49 to go here in the first half. Fort Payne now up 21 to nothing. Well, a good job again on offense. Fort Payne overcame that time, uh, Britt, a couple of uh, penalties, and still uh, that didn't seem to bother them any as they uh, carried it all the way downfield for another touchdown. Yeah, just a good good job offensively. That front line's doing a good job. And of course, Hunter's. They just. It's really hard for Arab to handle Hunter because he's. There's a couple of plays we ran last time and missed some blocks, and he still had five, six, seven yard pickups. So, uh, a lot of props goes to Hunter. Just a good, strong running. So Arab will have 3:49 here before the half to try to put a few points up on the board. So far, not a whole lot of action offensively for. Arab, not a whole lot on defense, really. In the field, Scott, you notice how it's getting plowed up out there, big old uh, clumps of yeah. turf coming up. I was going to mention something about like that earlier, Roger. We, we talked about it as we came on, you know, those fields extremely flat with little to absolutely no crown on it. So there's nowhere for the water to go. And like you said, the fields just get chewed up, just ch chunks of turf coming up. Alex kicks it in the end zone, down at the end zone where the blimp is hovering high above. Arab Stadium. Got the Goodyear blimp down there? Well, I don't know. It may be the Firestone, but it's a blimp, <coughs> it looks like. Probably got a good view from up there. A lot of those teams now are doing their coaches' films from uh, the view from the sky. So Arab with it again. Cox, I believe 11, still in there at quarterback. Going to fake the handoff, going to keep it, come to the near side, breaks the tackle, going to pick up about four, close to five. They'll give him four yards. Cox on the carry, except Williams on the stop. So after Akala couldn't do anything at quarterback, Cox just came in and gave him a little bit of movement. It'll be second down now in sixth at their own 29-yard line. You tell Cox is very athletic. He's just Fort Payne. He's only 5'8", but Fort Payne's just not giving him much room to maneuver. From the 24, it is. They'll throw out to the number one. He's going to be hit. But he may have, let's see, I think he's going to be short. He's on the sideline. You can't really see the yard mark there on the sideline. Let's see if he got the first. Looks like they're going to mark it about a foot short. It'll be third down and about a foot. And they may measure this one as a signal timeout, and they'll bring the chains across the field. We'll see if Arab picks up a first down. Richie Mitchell trying to get this passing game going that time. Just a simple pass. They're going to send the inside receiver straight down the field and drop the outside receiver back. Just a quick little out route or a quick little throw. Hot round, I guess, what we used to call it, and uh, yeah. pick up a little bit of yardage. Yeah, that, you can tell they've with this score getting – one side, they've abandoned their 
most likely that what their scheme was here. And, and this little quarterback that's come in, what'd you say he was a ninth grader, Roger? Is he a ninth or tenth grader? Scott found his name. He's finally caught. Sophomore. Sophomore. He's very five eight sophomore. Yeah, he's very athletic. And you're right, they're throwing some just little quick, quick passes, couple downfield, uh, trying to make something happen. And it was just shy of the first down, so it'd be third and probably less than the length of the football. Cox will be under center. Cox with a snap, going to hand off to his back. He'll have the first end, slips through, picks up a few extra yards out to the 34-yard line. That was their number six running the ball. Matthew Turnage. Mr. Turnage after getting the ball quite frequently to begin the game. He hadn't had it a whole lot here lately. But he does pick up the first down at the 34-yard line, first and 10. Cox again with a snap, throws a little flare, has a receiver open, makes the grab, makes the tackler miss, and gets another extra yard to the 42-yard line. To West Johnson. Thompson made the grab for the Knights. Second down. Second down and eight. Or two, rather, after the eight-yard pickup. And again, Cox, you know, he's only a sophomore, but he's in 5'8". He's very comfortable. I don't know if you notice that. He's he's super comfortable. You give him time, he can uh, <laughs> do some damage. And he's going to take it, going to hand off this time. Nothing at all there. Turnage ran right into a wall. Roger, you was talking about those clumps of grass on the field. Did we, we just see one of Arab's linemen throw one a clump like by the quarterback. I thought, I thought it was, it was a bad snap. <laughs> I thought it was a snap too. Oh, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Different version of the fumble rooster. There. I mean, well, we have a timeout on the field. We'll take a one-minute break. Fort Payne leads twenty-one to zero. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any maker model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. Just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. Third down and two for the Knights. In turnage is your running back. Turn, they're going to hand to him. He's going to have the first down and more out across the 45, 6, 7 yard line, maybe the 48. Official on this side's marking it just shy of the 48, so we'll call it the 47 yard line. That time a pretty good hole he slithered through. Clock a factor now, it runs under 135 to go. Cox again looks, wants to throw past the middle. Fort Payne knocks it down and did he catch it? Nope. It went right back to Cox, and he made the, attempted to catch it. Good thing he dropped it. He would have lost some yardage if he had made the grab. And if he catches that ball after it's been tipped, Roger's probably going to lose a good six or seven yards. Yeah, you're right. 
Going to set stop the clock with 1.30 to go. First half, Fort Payne up 21 to nothing. Cox with turnage, looks, going to throw, has a receiver open. That's big number one making the grab. And it's going to be stopped in Fort Payne territory. Looks like down near the 46-yard line, that was a wide receiver, Spencer Strickland, on the grab. And there's another timeout called by the Knights. We'll be back in one minute. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular... Third down and a long four for the Knights. As Cox will take the snap, looks, throws another one right over the middle, makes the grab, first down. Fort Payne's right there to stop him. But he gets the first down, and that was Akala, the who started at quarterback. Well, did not give him the first down. Did not, did they? I, I can't believe it. Yeah, I think I would think surely. Yeah, they're saying the first, first down. They're getting a chain gang on the move over there. They're still not responding. Still has it marked for clock stop with one one twelve left here in the fourth quarter and Arab with only one timeout. But as soon as the ball the ball is set, but if this first down it'll stop as soon as clock start back up. They're gonna measure, aren't they? Or are they? Yeah, I believe so. That's where I think so. They already signaled first down. Yeah, they did. They already signaled. They but did. They are. They're gonna bring the change across the field. I'd say he's got it. I mean, it's, it's just an, yeah, out. inches. Wow. So fourth and inches for the Knights. The fans are calling for the heavy formation. Here we go. Fourth and inches. Cox turns, gives, first down. Down to the 40. Turnage will pick up the first down. So that'll keep the drive alive for the Knights as they work quickly. 58.2 seconds to go, first half as the clock runs. You gotta go 40 yards here to get a touchdown. And Cox again drops back, Fort Payne giving some pressure, throws out to the right side and overthrew or underthrew his receiver over there on the far side of the field. Stopping the clock with 45. Got a flag on the field, We've got a rough in the passer. Well, that's not what we need. Roughing the passer will be the 
Well, that'll get it down to the what, 25 yard line where it'll be first and 10 from the 25. Play we didn't need. As they break, and the Knights trying to get on the board here right before the end of the first half. Cox again wants to throw a flare out the left side, lofts it up down the far sideline, has receiver open through his hands at the goal line. That was number one out there they tried to hit. Spencer Strickland again went right through his hands. Fort Payne had, who was that on coverage for Fort Payne? Number 12. Man, that throw was perfect. I tell you, this Cox kid's a good quarterback. You give him time, he'll, he'll pick you to pieces, and he don't mind running. He's very comfortable. Second down and 10. Again, Cox dropping straight back, waiting, finally being flushed out of the pocket, runs to the near side, going to have to dump it off, and it's caught around the 15-yard line. A good job by the receiver just planting right there at the corner of the 15 in the sideline. That was number one again, Spencer Strickland making the grab for the first down. First down right on the 15. We're at 29 seconds to go here in the first half. You got to hand it to Arab that time. Cox doing a great job rolling out, getting outside the pocket, and the receivers do a good job of coming back to him and giving him somewhere to throw. And that time he had all the time in the world on the run out. Dropping back again, getting pressure. He's going to be hit as he lets it go. Fort Payne's going to intercept off. it in the end zone. Was that seven back there, Camp, or 17 with the interception? Roger, I couldn't tell all the way across the field. Yeah, we needed somebody with binoculars up here, don't we? Cox, that time under a tremendous amount of pressure from Fort Payne, and I think it has to get rid of the football a little sooner in the morning and just couldn't get enough on it. Well, in, in two cases, the, the receiver on that far side runs just an out route, like a 10, kind of like it, it looks more like a post, but he's not getting his head around quick enough to see where the ball is to even make a play on it. He, twice he, he – uh, uh, Cox gets rid of the ball early. So J.D. will take a knee, and that's going to end the first half with Fort Payne leading the Arab Knights 21 to nothing. We'll take a three-minute break, and we'll be back. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. 
We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I've got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. We are more than a hospital. We are a community, and we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service, along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. 
Back at Arab High School, where the Fort Payne Wildcats lead the Knights 21 to nothing. And, of course, the Fort Payne Wildcat band is in the house, but they're staying in the bleachers and only the home band performing tonight. So normally we don't get opportunity to see the visiting or listen to the visiting bands, but let's go down on the field and listen to this Arab Knight marching band.
Taylor High School Marching Band. Auxiliary sponsors are Gary Carlisle and Hannah Hudson. Teenagers are Hannah Hardy and Claire Griffin. Home crowd, and uh, bad news though for the ARAB folks as uh, they trail Fort Payne 21 to 0 here, counting down with 8.20 something to go here at the half. Fort Payne scored on three out of five possessions, Scott, there in the first half, and ARAB really got one decent drive going, and it was sniffed out by a Fort Payne interception in the end zone. Audio now, we good? Gotcha. All right. All right. Now, yeah. What uh, was that question? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, what, what, what did you what just say, What was that question? Right? <laughs> now, going back to that first half, Roger, I don't think if you're Fort Payne, you can ask for much better. We did stop ourselves kind of on the first drive, but after that, we scored 21 unanswered uh, and looked good on really both, both sides of the football and uh, getting a lot of pressure up front on offensive line and defensive line, uh, really opening up the running game for Hunter Love. And then on defense, for the most part, we saw uh, – ARAB get a little bit going there in that last drive right before the half, but before that, Fort Payne pretty much just shut them down all night. Yeah, and, and we've made note of this numerous times, the difference in the lines between Fort Payne's line on both offense and defense and those of ARAB and uh, how they stacked up with those last two teams we played when we were kind of facing the bigger lines. Yeah, that def definitely makes a huge difference, Roger. We brought up uh, that point um, as soon as we came on the air. But, you know, Brady, if you think about it, too, you get Fort Payne going up against Briarwood and Gaston City the first first two games of the year. Um, you know, especially last week, probably get beat up a little bit. But also, you come out of that game, and even though you lost, I think you'd still get confidence coming in this game going, look, we just played a big powerhouse. Um, you know, I don't think Fort Payne looked scared last week. They played hard. Uh, and I think they came in this game actually with a lot of confidence, um, even though they lost the first two games. Yeah, and it, it's hard. It's hard to get that across to, you know, juniors and senior football players, but uh, still kids. But both of the teams, you're right, both of the teams that we faced up front, we said this in the get-go, they're first and second round playoff teams that we normally face, that we normally don't even see during a regular season. But I think it'll better prepare us because, I, I, as everybody knows, Oxford's going to be as good or better than anybody we faced. But for those that have not made it out to the first two games, you know, our Briarwood game and our guests, we're in, we're, we're in both games. We, we played well in both games. We had a lot of bright spots. But uh, we're seeing now uh, the difference in, in average and good teams. Uh, uh, ARAB always a, a, a good team, but uh, nothing comparable to Briarwood Christian or Gaston City. Well, Webb's down on the sideline, and Webb, we're going to get Coach when he comes out here to start the second half and get his ideas here on the first half. Yeah, Rog, he should be coming out pretty soon. Okay, we'll catch him when we see him coming out there and about how this first half is gone. We'll take another little break here before Coach does make his way out from the halftime, uh, and we'll be back in three minutes. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street.
Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I've got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. We've got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Trisha Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. that we had in hasn't been great but just some of our base stuff that you know day one installs so to speak has been really good and and so we've kind of just stuck with that and, and ran our base stuff and our, our offensive line's done a good job and Hunter's done a good job running the ball so it's uh you know it's been a productive first I had a little shaky start with some missed assignments and a couple balls on the ground but uh luckily got those back but uh I thought our defense has played great the whole half though we've commented uh, all during the game coach about the big difference is really in our lines on both sides of the ball and theirs and uh that's a luxury we didn't have those first two games. Yeah, that's what we've kind of challenged them all week about dominate the line of scrimmage this week, and I think so far we've done that now. We just told them, I mean, the key is going to be this this first, you know, four or five minutes of the third quarter. If we can come back out and dominate again, I think we can really take control of the ball game. But, uh, you know, this, this first four to five minutes here in the third quarter will be a key part of the game, I believe. Okay, Coach, we'll catch you again after the game when we talk about the Wildcat win. All right, thanks, guys. 
Well, we count down on 113 to go here in the halftime. Fort Payne leads 21 to nothing. Let's take another two-minute break. Friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, i got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. We are more than a hospital. We are a community, and we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. Well, A-Rab will receive the ball to begin the second half. Fort Payne leads 21 to nothing, and A-Rab had a pretty decent drive there to end that first half, Scott, but threw an interception into the end zone to kill any scoring opportunity. So we'll see if they made any adjustments at the half that makes them uh, any better efficiency-wise on offense. As we put a toe into it, Alex will drive this one deep into the end zone and out of the end zone. They'll bring it out to the 20 would be first and ten. We'll see if Cox comes out as quarterback. Uh, he didn't start. Akala uh, started, and pretty soon Cox replaced him, and that's when uh, really Arab started moving the ball a little bit. And I see number eleven going back in, so apparently they're going to stay with him. And running back will still be number six, Matthew Turnage. Yeah, they probably had their best drive on that actually last series just before halftime, and Cox is. Like I said, he's he's very comfortable. So Cox again going to ride the ball off to Turnage and right up the middle, Fort Payne's waiting on him. Sure, momentum probably is going to get him a yard, maybe two. They're going to give him close to three, actually. I believe they've moved that a little too far on the sideline. Well, they're going to give him three yards out to the 23. So it'll be second down and seven. Used to be three yards in a cloud of dust. Now it's three yards in a lot of turf. It's a lot of turf, isn't it? Cox with the snap. Looks, wants to throw the sideline. Has a receiver open. Fort Payne's on him. If they can tackle him, finally brings him down after, but he lets him get a first down. Nothing fancy about that. He hit number one, Spencer Strickland, who's been who he's been going to. Scott is a receiver the whole game. 
Really has been, Roger. I tell you, give some credit to Jacoby Foster right there. He makes a break on the ball and luckily grabs uh, number number one just by the shirt tail and just able to dra drag him down. Or uh, that play could have gone for big, big yards. So Arab starts out with the first down here to begin the second half. Cox looks, looks going to hand off the turnage, has a hope, and then cross the 45 for out near the 50-yard line. They're going to mark him at the 48. A big run. That's probably the longest run from scrimmage they've had in the game. And it goes for, what, about 15 yards? Turnage has not had a lot of room to run all night, but runs hard. He is, he is a really good back. So 15 yards on the carry. Fort Payne's going to jump off sides and that'll give Arab five yards and that'll put it in Fort Payne territory all the way down at the Fort Payne 47 yard line you know Arab's dropped two potential touchdowns and also they've they've they I think they've made their adjustment before halftime I think they've they actually know what works they've just got to make they just got to execute so first down now in five to go Fort Payne territory is the ball it's at the Fort Payne 47-yard line. This time he wants to throw. Looking, now he's going to go across the middle, and there's going to be a penalty flag, I believe, as they got tangled up out there. They finally – nope. I don't know if they ever threw one. I don't know if Never they ever threw a flag. Tripped. I guess they said it was uh, – in, in, couldn't catch it, but I don't think that exists in high school ball, does it? Anyway, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it does. Yeah. So anyway, I guess incidentally, both got tangled up with each other and the, really the receiver was not there to make the catch. So goes incomplete, second down and five. Cox with turnage behind him, gonna stand, gonna hand, hand to turnage. Churning, breaks a tackle at the 40 yard line, the 39 yard line. Boy, he kept those knees just going, didn't he? He turns up inside, runs into right in the back of one of his own players it looked like and then bounced it outside and just picked up Nice run and the first down for Arab. At the Fort Payne 44. Cox able to give him just a little bit of a threat of the pass. He's shown it. He actually can throw the touchdown pass. He's got a couple of drops, we said, but uh, it's opening run, the run up for turnage because in the first quarter we shut him down. Got Strickland spread out to the far side. Cox is going to keep it. Has good running room inside the 35-yard line. Still pressing down near the 31. Going to mark it at the 32-yard line. And a late flag comes in. Makes me think somebody got a mask. And you're right. So that will give them the first down. Down to the 27-yard line would be first and 10. So Arab has come out here in the second half and marching downfield. We're down to 9.44 here in the third quarter. Fort Payne leads 21 to nothing. Cox again with turnage to his left. Cox will going to ride him, hand off to turnage. This time he's going to get a little more, a few yards there. Time that line kept riding our line backwards, he picks up close to five yards. So we talked about the difference in size. That time the Arab line had the advantage. Yeah, well, Brett made a good point. Once they brought Cox in, it kind of opened up the passing game a little bit. There was more of a threat there, and uh, Fort Payne had to start dropping dropping people back out of the box. And it, like you said, it's, it has opened up the running game. So second down and six. 
Another little pass out to one Strickland. He makes the grab, curls inside. And let's see, he's going to be just short of the first down, I believe, down to the 18, 19-yard line. Going to be at the 19. Need the 17 for a first down, where it'll be third and two. Yeah, short two. So let's see if Cox might keep this one after faking it to turnage. They uh, look over to the sideline. Now Cox is set. Going to hand it to Turnage. Fort Payne's on him, but he breaks a tackle, breaks another line of tacklers. Now Fort Payne will drive him back, but not in time to prevent him from getting the first down. Yeah, this is a pretty impressive drive, Scott. Really is, Roger. They've uh, mixed it up well, just, just enough passing to open up the running game. And uh, starting to be pretty impressed with Cox back here at quarterback. Down to the 15. First and, 50, or first and 10 from the 15. Cox set. Looks to do the option and said he's going to do it at the last minute and throws it back on near the sideline. Turnage on the reception there off of the uh, option play. Not a whole lot there. Got maybe three yards. Yeah, down to the 12. Looked like they ran a lot further than three yards, didn't it? So it'll be second down and seven. Cox again going to ride it off to turnage. Fort Payne trips him up. He's getting past that line of scrimmage, though, before he's tripped up. It's going to be a big third down play now. Third down and a long four for the Knights. I'll tell you what, Cox, if Cox pulls that one, he can walk in the end zone. Uh, and, I mean, that's not the play, but if, if they've got a coach up in the press box that saw that, that would be my next play call. Fort Payne with a late substitution. Fort Payne may be forced to call a timeout. Let's see. There's a timeout call. Fort Payne calls timeout with 7.18 to go here in the third quarter. It's still 21 to nothing. Back in one minute. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him and the kids. This winter season, shop. Third down and four to go for Arab. They're going to hand it to Turnage. Breaks a tackle and gets down to the five-yard line. A player loses a helmet, and that should will that give them the first down? Let's see. 
And we had him hit right at the line of scrimmage, but they couldn't hold on, and I believe he's going to maybe be. Yep, he does have the first right inside the five-yard line, actually. Yeah, Devin Wells for uh, Fort Payne coming in from the linebacker position gets a lot of pressure in the, and actually hits him in the backfield, just can't get him down. So first and goal just inside the five-yard line. Arab trying to put the po first points of the game up for, for themselves. Fort Payne's up 21 to nothing. Have a little stoppage in play here. Now everybody seems to be on the same page. Arab will send a player out at the last moment after they did their count, and they had uh, one too many players Place. in there. Well, now they send another one back in. Maybe they had the wrong player in there. Definitely a little confusion. Here we go. We shift over to the left side. Cox with it. Hands off the turnage. Going to be hit in the backfield and dropped for about a two-yard loss. And they're going to say just outside the five-yard line now. So a loss of about one on the play. They could hold this and keep the Knights from seeing the end zone. Be doing a great job. So now second oh, and go from just outside, and now we're going to have whistles. And a going to call timeout. We'll be back in one minute. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne. Rainsville and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, Fort Payne trying to keep Arab out of the end zone as they're looking at a second down and goal now just outside the five-yard line after a one-yard loss on the preceding play. Cox again, quarterback, looks over to the sideline, maybe going to change the play. Turnage behind him. Going to get it, going to ride it off the turnage. He's going to break a tackle. Faked it, kept it, going to get into the end zone. Nope, a good tackle by four. Yes, he did get in. Man, it looked like he might have stopped him just short, but he got in, so touchdown Arab. So they did see the play, Roger. Yeah. Yep, you're right. They did see that. Well, Turnage has been doing such a good job. That that opens it up for Cox, and he just pulls it. There's nobody out there. They run it to that weak side, and you got, anyway, just a good play. But I'm, I'm telling you, Cox is, from those first couple of drives we saw him, he's, he's when you find somebody that comfortable and he's athletic, it's he, he could – cause problems and the extra point attempt up is good with 619 to go in the third quarter it is now 21 to 7 Fort Payne leads 
Well, it may be a good thing we had a 21-point lead, lead, Scott. Absolutely, Roger. And Arab, that's, uh, you know, takes the 80 yards, drives the length, of the length of the field, and takes up five minutes and 40 seconds of the clock. They made their adjustment just before that. Well, I think they made it. When they brought Cox in, really. Right, right, exactly. Because they drove the field a couple of times, and they have two drop passes, or we have a different ball game, too. And I know Fort Payne, we've typically scored also another touchdown. Right. But, uh, well, let's see if Fort Payne responds well and comes back down here and has a, a good opening drive for the Cats. You know, we said that early, really in the first quarter we were talking about that. If they don't create some type of passing game, because we, we, we came in knowing – uh, Roger even made that point how good of a running back they had. We came in kind of keying on him like they would love for us, but uh, and we shut him down first quarter, but it changed uh, quickly in the second quarter when they started passing. So they'll put a toe into it. Let's see, this one's going to come down and bounce, trying to pick it up at the 15, going to the left side, across near the 30-yard line. That's Alex Akins. He does a good job. Took it off the bounce, and boy, they took up about a couple of yards of turf that time. <laughs> Throw some sand in it, build a nice little sandbox. I mean, JD, is that J JD fixed a place about a two by two? Yeah, he did. I wonder if they mind if I took some of that home. Here we go. Going to hand up the middle to Love. Love finds good London room. Still struggling. He's going to have the first down. He's going to pick up 11. And he looked like the pinball wizard that time. Yeah, big pickup. Yeah, picked up 11 on the carry. First and 10, Fort Payne now at their own 43-yard line. Time Make out. it to 38. And we've got a timeout, heat timeout. Fort Payne leads 21 to 7. We'll be back in one minute. This is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. Just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going. On a first and ten, they'll hand it over to Hunter Love, and he'll be out near the 40-yard line. That time, a good job by the Arab defense on that right side, stopping Hunter after a, about a yard and a half pickup on the play. And, Roger, you know, that's one thing they haven't done. They've made that adjustment offensively, but they have not made the adjustment. They've got to figure out a way to stop Fort Payne if they're going to get themselves back in this game. Begin to go back to Love. Mm -hmm. And the whistle's going to stop it, and look like he might have went. He might, yeah. He might have been gone. False start against Fort Payne, but Hunter had broke that line, and he looks like he was heading toward pay dirt. 
So back us up five. Now it'll go to second down and five. Make it 13. J.D. Blaylock back in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Hunter again has it. Does a little Olay to the right side. Tries to cut back up into the middle. Going to pick up about three yards, so it's going to be now third down and ten. You know, Coach said it at halftime. He said, you know, it just our day one things are working, which are the handoffs and the love and just the little simple things. So we may have to make some adjustments ourselves offensively if they start to stop us. Third down and ten. J.D. drops back. Big flush. Going to run left. Has some openings, but they don't have enough room to get a first down, so he lowers his head and gets what he can, and they'll bring him down after about a five-yard gain. And it'll be fourth down and somewhere in the neighborhood of five to go. Cobb made the tackle for the Knights. So it'll be a fourth and five for Fort Payne. Alex will go back inside uh, the Fort Payne 30 and boot this one away. His second punt of the night. And although this score is 21-7, the momentum is still A-Rab right now. You're absolutely correct. Alex needs to drop, put a foot into this one. And that he does. Fire catch call for around the 23-yard line. And it'll be first and 10 for the Arab Knights from that point. Well, with 3.58 to go here in the third quarter, it's now 21-7. Fort Payne with a 14-point lead after breaking out to a 21-0 lead in the first half. Arab on their first possession of the second half. Drove the field for their first touchdown, and Fort Payne now being stopped on their first possession. And A-Rab will have it back, first and 10 at their own 23. Cox sets, turning to his right, going to hand off to him, coming to the near side. Fort Payne's going to stop him at the 25-yard line, about a two-yard gain. Be second down and eight. They were able to send a couple of players out, bring in a couple more. And the second down and eight play. Cox with a snap. Going to hand off to Turnage again. Well, makes a couple of tacklers miss. Picks up about three yards. And it's going to be about five yards, third down and five. Needed five yards needed for the first down. So A-Rab needs five yards to keep this drive going. Again, they'll look over to the sideline. Get a new play in, looks like. Cox drops back, wants to throw. Has a receiver open, and he's going to dive forward. We had him caught short of the first down, but with that dive out of the player's grasp, he's able to pick up the first down. That was number two, Alex Alcala, who started the game at quarterback. 
So the ball just over the 35-yard line. Clock running and getting down close to two minutes to go here in the third. Clock's this time going to keep it, going to run to his right. Fort Payne's only missing a tackle or two. And he's going to pick up a couple. Darrell Prater finally made the tackle for Fort Payne. After a couple of yards. Second down and eight. Britt, I agree with you. Cox has just made all the difference in the world he, for he A-Rap. Has, has. They, they made a good change putting him in. And, uh, and he's he, not a very big guy. He's not. I think you say he's 5'8". He's got to trust his speed on the edges. He's slowing up. He slowed up on that one. He had a, a bigger pickup, but he's doing a really good job. Little flare outside. Fort Payne missed the tackle, which would have had him for a loss. And instead, he's going to turn it into a first down first out down. across the yeah. 45. Boy, who, I didn't see who it was, but somebody flew through there and missed the tackle. And, of course, they went to Spencer Strickland again to pick up the first down. Well, they're going to mark it shy. Maybe just a, just a little bit shy based on where they have it marked. Yep, third down and a half a football length. Need a big defensive play here. Get him in the backfield. Shotgun is Cox. He'll take it. Going to hand off. Fort Payne's going to hit him, but not before he has the first down. Turnage. Pick it up. You know, Turnage, I, if I'm not mistaken, he's had three or four straight carries on third down to pick up the first, that being the sh closest one to stopping him. He's well, Yeah, he's really good on those third and shorts. And they've been doing pretty good of having third down and short yards to go. And again, Cox is just, and the receivers are, uh, receivers are actually catching the ball uh, better this second half, but uh, Cox is just kind of keeping them on their toes a little bit. Inside one minute, they're doing a good job of killing the clock. They've had it most of this uh, third quarter. Cox again going to hand the turnage. Turnage going to break a tackle, hmm. breaks another tackle, loses the ball, but they get on top of it. Strickland recovered it. Turnage kind of ran past it, left it on the ground. Luckily for them that Strickland was able to fall on top of the ball. It's going to be about a seven-yard pickup on the play. That's when things are going right, when you know they're going right for you, because you're right, Roger. He, he was stripped of the ball and ran probably two yards without it, and it, it pretty much stuck on the ground, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And one of his players just right there. Nobody around it but Arab. Second down and a short three. Going to throw for it. Has to go across the middle. Has a receiver. Good grab, and there's a flag going to come out. I think Fort Payne's going to be flagged for interference, but a good catch by Arab. Again, it was all call of the receiver he was going to that Man. time. It makes a great, great catch. He just that plucked that eight? one. Eight. Yep, they declined the penalty. It'll be first down at the Fort Payne. 25-yard line. So once again, Arab on the move, and that'll end the third quarter. Arab picks up the only points of this third quarter as they score seven, and it's 21-7, to seven, Fort Payne. We'll be back in one minute. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. 
and we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Trisha Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, A-Rab has started another drive and have it at the Fort Payne 25-yard line, first and 10. And they're going to snap the ball. They're going to pick it up. Flag comes out. And let's see. Boy, the snap came, and there's nobody ready for that one. See what the flag, illegal procedure against the Knights. Well, that's the first thing that's gone bad for them this second half. So that'll move it back to the 30. Where it'll be first and 15. They were out putting the pressure on Fort Payne now as they have it at the Fort Payne 30-yard line with the first and 15. Play, snap. Looks going to the near side. Has a receiver wide open and dropped it. Had number eight on the sideline with not a soul around him. Just didn't throw it far enough. No, I couldn't tell if he was trying to hit number eight or was going for the other guy. It went down to the post play. I don't think he ever saw number eight. He makes a great move with his shoulders with a pump fake and then goes downfield. Yeah. I think misses wide open receiver. He was trying to two. It was closer to number two, I guess, than it was to number eight. Woo, second down and 15. Well, there's another touchdown that they missed, yeah. Brett. Yeah, eight's uh, more he is. Again, going to throw across the middle. Has number eight again. Johnson makes the grab, dives forward. It's going to be third down. John Wesson Johnson, the junior, six foot, 170 pounder. Third down and seven. I think they're in four down territory now, unless they got a real good kicker. Still think they're probably yeah. in four down territory. Johnson's, uh, he's, he knows how to get in open space and he's doing a good job. And once he gets the ball, he really does a good job of creating extra yards. Whistles sound, but now they'll get it back underway. Third down and seven, the Cats needing big mm. plays, and they're going to come right through the hole there. But he's got, Cox is going to run, throw wow. the ball. Is it wow. caught or is he out, out of wow. bounds? He's out of bounds. Or out of bounds or didn't hold on one or the other. Good coverage over there by Fort Payne's number seven, Camp. Telling you, Cox is getting better by the minute. He's under pressure from the word go on yes. that snap there yeah, and makes a heck of a throw. Just receiver ran out of room. Fort Payne did a really good job of putting pressure on him for sure. 
So fourth and seven. And here's the key with the way Arab's going. Fort Payne has got to do something offensively. That's That's been their go-to all night. That's what's put pressure on Arab's offense because Fort Payne's been so productive. They've got to do something on this. If they can get this turn ball turned over, they've got to do something here. There's the snap. The option going to come back. It's going to throw off of it. Has an underthrow the receiver. It's going to be turnover to Fort Payne. Yeah, big, big stop by Fort Payne's defense there. And like Britt just alluded to, we can hopefully get some offensive production and change momentum of this football game. They got the ball to Alcala, who started the game at quarterback and tried to throw off of it. But threw for short, and it'll be a turnover for Fort Payne. So we'll uh, kind of avoid a catastrophe there, and Fort Payne will get the ball back at their own 21-yard line. 10-51 to go in the game. Fort Payne up 21-7. They're going to hand off to Love. Love's just going to lower his head and drive forward. It's going Not to be, a whole lot of there. But again, it's, it's going to be so important right here, Roger, for Fort Payne just to get uh, at least one first down. Uh, they they really need a lot more than that. But they if they go one, two, three, and out right here, it's it's uh, Arab's momentum still there, and it, it still gives them enough time to turn this game around. So pick up a two by Hunter Love. So second down and eight. Going to sweep to the near side. Off the handoff, wide open. Mm, 35, 40, gone. 45. He's got the sideline, the 40, the 35, 30. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. Touchdown, Fort Payne. Wow. No, number 82 does it again. No flags. No flags. Awesome. I hear some of the people. So there, now there's flags coming out, but after the – so Fort Payne must have said something down there. He's around where uh, Sawyer Burt was standing and talking to a couple of uh, Arabian Nights. So, of course, this is well after the play, so the touchdown's going to stand. Yeah, that's something we've seen a lot tonight. We've seen them run, run Cam, Cam Thomas in motion to this near side and then – We'll hand it off to Love. I think we've handed off to Love every time on that play, except for maybe one, and uh, handed off to Thomas there. Not, I don't think it was really on a speed sweep, but um, everybody was zeroed in on Hunter Love, and they give it to Cam Thomas, and he had a hole wide open on this left side. That ball was on the 24, so went 76 yards. So we'll take uh, the extra point. Now to set it all the way back to the 10-yard line. The hold is short. Or the snap, but the pick is up for McPherson, and the kick is good. So with 10.06 to go here in the fourth quarter, Fort Payne now leads 28-7. to I guess we'll be penalized on the kickoff for that personal foul that occurred after the touchdown. Yep, you're exactly right, Roger. And uh, Fort Payne getting exactly what they needed right there, just a quick quick score and uh, hopefully flip the momentum of this football game. Ooh, that's a kind of a gives, I'm sure, everybody a big sigh of relief over on the Fort Payne sidelines. I think that'll dial this Arab offense back a little bit too. I mean, I, I know they're still playing to win, but that, that, that takes a little – Cuts your legs out from under you a little bit, and a good job by Fort Payne. 
I'm just wanting a first down. We go 80 yards. Yeah. <laughs> if there is a problem, you'll take the points any day of the week. Right. Our defense has been on the field for probably 12 or 13 yeah. minutes this second half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they've dominated on offense. Their time of possession has just been awesome. So, Alex, we'll have to put the ball down now on their 25-yard line to kick it off after the 15-yard personal foul penalty. So they should come away with pretty good field position on this one. So Alex is ready, and he'll approach the ball. Line drive kick. He put a good foot into it. Comes down at the 12, across the 20, 25, the 30, 35, and hit kind of rudely right there at about the 36-yard line. Number 20. 24, Caden Dubose in on the tackle for Fort Payne. 25-yard return. So they'll have it first and 10 from their own 36-yard line. Under 10 minutes now to go in the game. Fort Payne's up, 28-7. As Cox again will take the snap, the handoff again. Not much there this time. Well, he couldn't tell if he squirted through with no. He was brought back behind where the big pile ended up. Might have got a yard on the play. We'll say out to the 47. Or the 37, I'm sorry. So second down and a long nine. Paint looking for some heat, drops back. Going to slant out here again to Johnson. He's going to be a good tackle that time by Fort Payne. Number 34 again, make the tackle. Gain of two, so it'll be a third down and seven. So another chance for Fort Payne's defense to make a stop here and get the ball back. Cox with it, drops back, looks, wants to throw, throws underneath, hits the official. Well, he just drilled the official, didn't he? <laughs> fourth down. It'll be fourth down now. And still seven to go. And not good enough field position to go for it here. They're going to have to punt it away. Unless they try some trickery. Which is always a possibility. Cam Thomas will go back to the Fort Payne 30-yard line. A good return here would be nice for Cam. He's done everything else today. There you go, fake. There's the fake we talked first about. Down. Got the first down, got the sideline, the 40, the 35, finally tackled it to 29. Well, I don't think that fooled anybody other than maybe the 11 people down on the field. On the defense. Yeah, everybody has the, had their back to him as he ran yeah. down. We get the return guys. That well, I knew that was the, you know, that was the only way that anything was going to happen. 
with that uh, field position and needing seven yards for a first down. It's kind of odd. I don't think anybody on Fort Payne was really even thinking no, they uh, about a fake punt no. there in that situation. And uh, as soon as he gets the snap, uh, Fort Payne just kind of turns around and gets yeah, ready for the return. The, yeah, we had the return call. That's a bump, and you turn and go back, and, and uh, that's what was happening for sure. Oh, they're going to hand it to Turnage again. Again, lower his head. Stopped again after about a pickup of maybe one. See who made that tackle for Fort Payne? It might have been Crow. It was Laden Crow. So they'll give him close to two, second down, and we'll call it a long eight. Cox with a low snap looks, throws across the middle, has a receiver. Could be a first down. Inside the 20, down to the 19. It's right out that, right at the first down marker. Let's see. It's going to be a little shy of the first, the way they look. And they're going to measure it. It's very close. Same official back got in the way of that play, Roger. They're just going to run yeah, a simple little uh, kind of yeah. T-pop or just dump right over the top of the line. And uh, official was almost in the wrong spot again. Yeah, he was hitting the chest in the last drive and was nearly <laughs> hitting the head on that. He was hitting the chest. His chest had fallen. Looked like he might have yeah, got. Yeah, he might. He might have <laughs> got. The, he might have got the midsection there. He. Uh, <laughs> third down. Third down. Short. So it is short. So it'll be third down and very short. Main thing, clock's down, approaching seven minutes remaining here in the regulation. Hadn't seen this formation tonight. He goes under center, going to just sneak it. Wasn't a lot of room there, but he didn't need a lot. They give him the 18, and it'll be a first down for the Knights. The moon has made an appearance over there. Red moon. Pretty. Yeah, that Halloween look over there. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Harvest. <laughs> so it's a first down. The ball at the 18-yard line. The Cats. He's going to hand the turnage. Has a little running room there. Gets inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. Gain of four. Second down six. You know, one thing about, though, though their drives have taken a long time. Yeah, to, yeah, they're not a big play team. No. They're a lot like us, you know. So. Yeah, they're taking a long time to move downfield, and that's tough when you're down by 21 points. Again, going to throw. Looks, going to the corner of the end zone. Got number eight down there. He goes up. Does he hold on? Nope, incomplete. Well, he had Johnson down there fighting the Fort Payne defenders for the ball, and that time Fort Payne was able to knock it loose. Was that 19 down there on that coverage yeah, for Fort Payne? Caden Holbrook. Looked like it was. Third down. 
six. Cox again with the snap. Hands off to Turnage. Nothing there this time. It's going to be fourth. Give him a yard. It'll be fourth down now and short five. Well, this is the second series now, uh, Britt, that Arabs faced a fourth and uh, four, five, or six yards needing for a first. Yeah, those points on the board for Port Payne, that puts a, puts a little pressure on you offensively. You start trying to do, think outside the box a little bit, puts a little more pressure on you. Do we call a timeout here or what? Looks like Arab's trying to come to the sideline. Now they're going back out on the field. Fort Payne never made a motion or moved toward their sideline. So no timeout was called. It'll be fourth down and a short five. Here we go. Cox lone in the backfield. Fort Payne's on him, hits him, and he throws it incomplete. So once again, be turned over on downs, and it'll be Fort Payne ball with 5.39 to go here in the game. Yeah, give credit to number 47, Devin Wales for Fort Payne, really putting a lot of pressure on Cox there and breaking up that play. So that's twice here in a row that the Fort Payne defense has come in and really put a halt to them. Give up a little yards, but when it matters. No points. Yeah, no points. So Fort Payne will get the ball back, have it at their own 13-yard line with 5.39 to go in the game. They lead 28-7. And we had a timeout, apparently, for the heat break after the hold on fourth down. So we'll just keep it here, and Arab will go back out on the field. The Cats will join them in a minute, and we'll see if Payne can go back down the field. We really don't need any more points. What we need is to run this last 5.39 off the clock. And we're set, and here we go. J.D. under center, going to turn, going to hand it to Hunter. Hunter up the middle, has an opening. Get him by the ankle, he breaks that one. Out across the 30, the 35, makes another person miss. Now he's going to drag about five of them across the 40-yard line. That is one of those Hunter Love runs that you've come to expect. Big run by Hunter, and, and shows a little bit of speed on that one, but another big pickup by Fort Payne. All the way out to the 42-yard line. Hunter goes to the sideline, maybe a little winded after that gashing run. And Brown will be, Ashton Brown will be in the backfield behind J.D. If you run those receivers deep, you could just sweep to Ashton Brown to that right side and it'd be Going to hand to him day. up the middle, breaks, looks, has a good opening there. Flag comes in. That'll stop the clock. 4.52. Fort Payne going to be guilty of a hold.
They'll step it back. Back to the 34-yard line. Be first and 18 to go now for Fort Payne. Like I said, the clock's the main thing here, not points. As they rewind it with 445 remaining. Again, going to hand it to Brown. Goes to the right side. Gets out on the corner. Going to get outside the 40 to about the 41-yard line. Seven yards on the carry. So that'll mean now it's second down and 12. Ball right on the 40-yard line. Alex over on the sideline warming up. I don't think Alex will get another chance tonight unless it's an extra point. Yeah. They send a runner in motion. They're going to hand off. Has the corner. Can't break the tackle. Ricky Adame with a carry. Yep, these little pesky flags keep appearing. Face mask. That'll give Fort Payne the first down on the Adame run and face mask. So now we're in their territory down to the 42-yard line. Going to hand it off. That one went to Dubose. To Dubose, and he's going to pick up good yardage there. Pick up of about six. Second down and four. I thought we might see Dubose and Brown a little more than we did tonight, but Hunter Love's had a pretty good night. Hard to take him out, it, isn't it? Had, had a lot of success running the football tonight, Roger, and uh, more of the Hunter Love we're used to seeing from last year. But Fort Payne really spreading the wealth as far as running game. We've seen Ashton Brown carry it. We've seen Adame carry it, and then uh, Dubose, and, of course, um, with Love. And every now and then we see um, Thomas. On the second and four. Dubose again will get it. Finally, they'll blow the whistle to stop the play. They couldn't get him on the ground. He's going to be about a yard, maybe a yard and a half shy of the first down. Be third and a yard. Dubose will come out. Brown will come in. Won't be surprised to see Brown with a little play off to this near side here. J.D. takes the snap, hands to him. Brown comes to the near side, pushes forward, going to be right at the marker. If he'd have stayed right up the middle, guys, I believe he might have picked up a few more yards. going to be the first down. So he was able to pick up enough yardage for the first down. We're out on two minutes, 2.01 to go here in the game. Fort Payne leads 28-7. to 7. 
And Fort Payne's going to pick up the first region win of the season here in the first game of the region season. All right, run trips left right here and run Brown to the right and have yeah. a sprinting contest. <laughs> I like his chances. <laughs> Letting the clock run down, J.D.'s going to hand it to Brown. Brown goes right up the middle, not much there. No gain on the play. It'll be second down and 10. Pretty good crowd from Fort Payne still hanging around over there on the far side. The Cats with this win will go to two and one on the season. As once again, we let the clock run down inside five seconds. Turns, hands to Brown. Brown goes inside, cuts to the corner. He's going to win that race. He's going to get knocked out of bounds just shy. And then there's a flag comes in on the tackle. Will it either be a holding or some kind of a face mask or something? We'll have to take these flags home and wash them tonight as many times as they throw them, Roger. <laughs> well, and all those mud holes out there from the land in where that turf is. It looks like they may have had the Kentucky Derby out there early. <laughs> really, are those uh, Lipizzan Stallions? I believe they were out there prancing around. Are they still prancing around? I haven't seen them in a while. Have you? I guess they're running Kentucky Derby tomorrow, aren't they? Is it tomorrow? I believe it is. Jeez, and I don't even have my bonnet ready. Might have a mimosa. <laughs> So that penalizes Fort Payne back to their own 40-yard line, where it'll be third down now, and 20. Fort Payne will just take a knee. Going to take a knee as we're inside 40 seconds to go. Arab has two timeouts left. No need to waste those. Fort Payne with two, and obviously we're not going to use one. 33, we'll have to run one more play because there's about a second difference in the game clock and the play clock. So let's see if we have to run one more play. Everybody kind of just standing around and looking, waiting as the clock runs down. Inside 10 seconds to go. I believe the officials just let this run it out. And there was a few, uh, just a hair of the difference, but they're going to run it right out, and that's going to be a Fort Payne taking home a win, 28-7. to The Cats defeat the Arab Knights to go 1-0 in the region play. Roger, who else is Fort Payne having the region this year? Well, let's see, we have Oxford. I hate to start with Oxford, you know. Uh, I'm assuming, didn't it, Scottsboro? Scottsboro's back in there. Is Alberville yeah. in or are they out? I don't. I think uh, Alberville went to seven A. Okay. Yeah, I think they went to seven and A. Uh, so uh, it, it's uh, it's not bad other than Oxford. That's really going to be our problem right there, and uh, the road won't be all that tough. Uh, I mean, every game's a challenge, but uh, Oxford will really be the one. Uh, they're going to have to look toward that game with any possibilities of 
winning the region championship, that's who you're going to have to beat. As the teams, they can't meet out on the field, but they're gathered at the center of the field having a prayer. And once they get through with these uh, activities, well, coach will come over and we'll get what the coach thinks about uh, tonight's game, the, tonight's win. Yeah, it looks like they're finished. played out for the Cats. These paws while they play the alma mater over on the first far side of the field. And as the Fort Payne fans over on the far side, Elated with a Fort Payne win. So Webb's over there now. We'll get the coach all mic'd up and headset up, and we'll think, find out what coach thinks about this Fort Payne win. Our first reach and win. You know, we've said this, I guess, the last couple of years that, you know, the ones that matter are these. And uh, so uh, great to start off the region 1-0. A-Reb's got a good team. And, and, you know, when they came back and made it 21-7, I did the exact opposite. We'll say we were going to do in the second half. We, I'm, I need to be the opposite guy. I'm going to say something different next week. But uh, uh, they came back and made it a game. But, you know, Cam Thomas made a big play on the jet sweep to turn the, turn the tide for us. And the defense got a couple big stops, and we were able to put the game away. So, um, you know, great, great to win, great to be 1-0 in, in, the, in the region. Did you whatsoever have any idea about that change of quarterback to Cox? Well, we thought number two was hurt a lot last week, and uh, so we and they did it late in the game, and we didn't we didn't expect him to play receiver like he did, but we did expect that might be a possibility. Well, their team seemed to work much more efficiently with Cox in at quarterback. Yeah, he did a good job, especially in the second half. Once he got comfortable, I think the first half he was a little bit off, but once he got comfortable, I thought he did a good job. But I, you know, our kids played really well most of the night. We at, we were on the field a lot there defensively in the second quarter and third quarter, and then once we settled back down, uh, you know, we were able to we were able to come back and, and uh, make some stops there at the end. Once again, Hunter had a fine game and seemed to really pick up momentum the, the longer the game continued. Yeah, and that's, that's typical of him. He's going to get better as he goes, and uh, the, the team gets tired of tackling him, and so I thought he did a good job. They were daring us to throw there in the second half and maybe should have thrown it some, but, you know, we're trying to be uh, smart too, and that's why the jet sweep was such a good play because they were all piled in there and handed it to Cam and got to the perimeter and made a big play, so that was a big play in the game. Once again, as we talked about last week, Cam just on both sides of the ball was just everywhere. Yeah, Cam continues to make play for us. It was a great play on the sweep. I mean, he ran away from them, so, uh, and he's doing a good job at corner when we need him to. So, yeah, he's, made, he's continues to make plays for us. Well, next week we'll continue as we'll take on uh, Springville. Springville. 
at yeah. home for a change. Yeah, and I, you know, the word I'm getting about them is they may be the next best team in the region besides Oxford. So we're going to have to get ready to go. And, uh, you know, I don't know that for a fact, but that's kind of what everybody's telling me. So uh, we're going to have a good week of practice and get ready for them. And, and uh, that'll be a big game next week to be able to go 2-0 uh, uh, and beat a team that, you know, most people think is, you know, one of the top teams in the region. Well, Coach, you and the guys will have a good ride into downtown Fort Payne when you get back home. Yeah, we'll make sure we're masked up and ready to go, and we'll ride through downtown. It may be, it may be a little different this year, but we, we, we're going to enjoy doing it. Congratulations, and we'll talk to you again uh, Wednesday on the uh, Coach's Wrap-Up Show. Take home their first win of the season as far as region play go, and uh, next week we set up with that big game against Springville, second region game. and. Uh, Coach, you heard Coach say, Brett, that maybe Springville may be the second-best team to uh, Oxford. Yeah, typically Springville's got a good uh, program in most of their sports, but uh, it's going to be an interesting region, and it's exciting that we get two games back-to-back. -back. Scott, anything you'd like to add to the, tonight's game? I just think Fort Payne overall played a really, really good football game. Um, you know, uh, A-Rab put together uh, – one really good drive to score on, like they had all the momentum there early in the second second half. And uh, Coach Elmore alluded to it, Cam Thomas kind of put an end to that real quick to put us back up by 21 when he took it on a speed sweep for know, 75 or 76 yards for a touchdown. But overall, I think it was just a good team effort by Fort Payne. Well, a lot easier when your teams are more evenly, uh, you know, more even. you know, uh, those first two games, you know, we were playing.